Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. Well, there are certain medications now that are over-the-counter for allergies that were not before nasal sprays. And my guest is a professor and head of the Department of Pharmacy Practice at the University of Illinois Chicago College of Pharmacy, Dr. Janet Engel. Welcome to the show. So let's talk about the first OTC topical steroid available for the treatment of allergies. Tell us all about Nasacort and what's going on with it now. Well, recently the FDA decided to move from prescription status a drug called Triamcinolone. The uh, brand name is Nasacort Allergy 24-Hour. They moved that from prescription to over-the-counter status. Now patients who suffer from allergies have an additional treatment option in the -the over-the-counter market. It's the very first topical steroid that's available over-the-counter. So it's a completely different drug class than what has been currently available to consumers. So, Dr. Engel, what are nasal steroids? What do they do? Well, actually, what's very nice about nasal steroids is they do relieve the symptoms of a runny nose, of sneezing, of nasal itching, uh, and also a stuffy nose. So this is really the only product we have over-the-counter that eliminates all of those symptoms with one drug. And the other thing to consider is triamcinolone or the nasal steroids are considered to be first-line treatment for allergic rhinitis in practice standards that have been published by the Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. So now consumers actually have access to what's been recommended as first-line treatment for allergies. What are concerns using nasal steroids? What have been the concerns in the past? Well, there's a variety of concerns with these products. Uh, Let me start with children. This product is uh, recommended for children age 2 and up, so it can be used in young children. And there is a potential for slowed growth rate in kids. So it's very important to talk to the child's doctor if the child needs to use the spray for more than two months in a year. And that's just to make sure that the child is being uh, monitored for growth rate and making sure that the child is growing appropriately. But it's still a very effective product in children, but it's something to keep in mind. Other patients that we would worry about using triamcinolone, some of the warnings on the label include uh, patients who use an asthma medicine or a prescription steroid medicine because you wouldn't want to double dose, so to say. So take one that's prescription and one that's over-the-counter. Patients who have eye infections, glaucoma, cataracts, uh, recent nasal ulcers or nasal surgery, those sorts of folks need to talk to their health care provider before they use this product. But overall, there's no real risk of sedation. There's no real risk of drug-drug interactions as long as you're not double-dosing with a prescription product. And the big advantage of triamcinolone is it has a long duration of action, and it allows for dosing just once a day. So an allergy sufferer can take their drug in the morning and be done with it and not have to think about it the rest of the day. Would this be something that people could use for a cold as well if they're so stuffed up they can't breathe? No, this is not recommended for colds. It's recommended for allergy symptoms. And, you know, not every allergy sufferer has a stuffy nose, but it will also take care of the nose, the sneezing, the itching that comes along with this product. But what patients need to know about using it is a couple of things. One is it needs to be used once a day regularly without missing a dose. So this is not something like a nasal spray like an Afrin where you can use it uh, on demand when you actually have a symptom. It needs to be used once a day without missing a dose. And another thing consumers need to know is it can take up to a week to give you full benefit and symptom relief. Now, a lot of people will have symptom improvement on the first day, but if they don't get full um, relief, 
they need to try it for up to a week before they decide whether or not uh, they think it's going to work. And if it doesn't work after a week, then it's time to uh, talk to your doctor. Dr. Angela, are there ways to relieve allergies naturally? Well, some of the things you can do is monitor pollen counts and avoid the triggers that may cause an allergy. So, for example, if you happen to have seasonal allergies where pollen, count, where pollen is an issue, when you find out the counts are high, and what you can do is go online. There's many sites that will tell you. Pollen.com is one. You put your zip code in, and it will tell you what pollen is in the air and what the uh, levels are. But if it's high, you can stay indoors if possible, uh, keeping in mind that pollen counts are the highest between 5 and 10 in the morning. If you uh, like to dry your clothes outside on a high pollen day, don't line dry your clothes or air, or air out rugs outside. The reason being is you'll just bring the pollen right back into your house. Things like keeping the windows closed, using air conditioning, that can help. If you pen, spend a lot of time outdoors on a high pollen day, come in, take a shower, wash your hair, change your clothes, and again, get rid of that trigger of that pollen. So that can help if you have seasonal allergies. And also, I'd like to add in their pillowcases, because if you don't wash your hair and then you've been outside and you lie down on your pillow, then it's just all over your pillowcase as well. That's true. And another thing to think so about are... is if, um, for example, if you travel, a lot of people do, you want to make sure that you take your allergy medications with you, that you don't pack them in your checked luggage. You want to make sure in hotels that you ask for a dry room with as much exposure to sunlight as possible. In other words, you don't want a room near the indoor pool or a sauna if you're sensitive to molds. Uh, if there's feather pillows in the room, you may want to bring a dust mite pillowcase with you. Uh, that may help. So, you know, these are some things you can do that are non-medication-related. -medic uh, and then there's other products that are available over the counter that are options if for some reason triamcinolone is not for you. So, for example, non-sedating antihistamines are options, such as Claritin or Allegra. So those can be options for people and kids over the age of two as well. What about Benadryl, Dr. Engel? People have been using it for years. It makes you exhausted, makes your children exhausted. Where does that come into play? Benadryl is a very strong antihistamine, and it can work for your allergy symptoms. But as you just mentioned, it has a high degree of drowsiness. In fact, the active ingredient in Benadryl is actually used in products for insomnia. That's how much drowsiness it can cause. If you look at the label of those products, it will tell you that marked drowsiness may occur and to be careful when driving a motor vehicle. What we found with studies is that patients who take products like diphenhydramine, which is the active ingredient in Benadryl, they uh, may feel like they're immune to the drowsiness effects, but when they're asked to do repetitive studies or cognitive studies like math problems, that sort of thing, they can't do them as quickly as somebody who is either treated for allergies with a non-sedating product uh, or somebody who just doesn't have allergies at all. So really we try to avoid those products. Uh, it's not a good idea to use them in children since the kids have to um, concentrate in school. So it's really important to treat allergies. You definitely don't want to just try to live with them, but you don't want to use the sedating products unless there's absolutely no other options. When we're reading the labels, and you're mentioning diphenhydramine, what are we looking for on allergy medications? I mean, the wall for allergy medications is huge. So if we're standing there in front of it, we're looking at labels. What are we looking for and what don't we want on there? Well, number one, when you see this large uh, plethora of products, you can always ask your pharmacist to help you navigate that aisle. But on the label, you're looking for drowsiness warnings. Those are probably some uh, the products that you want to avoid, and it's usually in the warning section. Uh, and you're looking to make sure that the product is indicated for allergies. 
many products are out there are cold products and they may not work appropriately for an allergy. And so you always want to look at the label, you want to look at the ingredients, what they're used for, make sure that uh, you look at the warnings to make sure you're not somebody who shouldn't be taking that product, and then you want to look for drowsiness warnings and then pick products that uh, don't cause drowsiness. And again, your pharmacist can help you with that. 30 seconds, Dr. Engel, your best advice regarding allergies and over-the-counter nasal sprays for allergies and what people can do about it. Most important thing, read the label. Be sure you're not taking multiple products, uh, prescription or over-the-counter, containing the same ingredient or the same class of ingredient. Follow the directions. Don't skip your doses. And if you have questions, talk to your pharmacist and we can help you navigate the aisle. Certainly that aisle can be a bit daunting and confusing, and asking your pharmacist for help is a great resource. Most of them are readily available to you and very knowledgeable about all of the medications, both over-the-counter and prescription, that they sell. So it's a great resource. You're listening to our Ask the Pharmacist segment right here on Radio MD. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD, and if you miss any of the great information that we're giving, you can listen anytime, on demand, or on the go. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well.